Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell, me boys, for a hard and weekly pay, produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA. And whether we were born here or born in Italy, in Greece, in Spain, or Ireland, in England, or Fiji. We all of us are workers, united we must stand, until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains And break a couple of concrete fours to back our lug of claims So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud And it's good morning from the Concrete Gang, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, and here yet again on Community Radio 3CR. Good morning, Gorilla. Good morning. Good morning, String Bean. Good morning. Are we the canary in the coal mine? Is that us? If this show stops, everything's stuffed. Is that how it goes? So you know that. See how I did that pregnant pause there. That's very professional. You blokes have got to take a bit of notice of the old gorilla. That's professional pausing. That's silence on radio. It's that's, no, no. It's, we're not supposed to do that at all. It's build up, mate. You blokes oh. know nothing about it. I hope, I hope everyone recovered <laughs> from that. I hope we're going to build up to something worthwhile. <laughs> Righto. Let's well, I just said before we come on there, we we're talking about those. Well, we shouldn't talk about that. But, but I said if you're a, if you're an animal in the world, what would you like to be? You know. And uh, what did you say? You wanted to be a canary in a cage. I said, well, I hope you're in that cage. Cage they should take down the mines. And when the, when the canary's falling off the perch, he says, looks like we're all fucked. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's move right along. <laughs> Talk about that. What about Pauline, um, what's her name? Pauline? <laughs> the canary fell off the, <laughs> off the perch with her. <laughs> oh, we've got, yes, we've, we're going to have... Scullywags and Sookie Lala's and, well, some people are sucking up bigger than others. But we'll come to that. But first of all, let's do the business. We've got the Radiothon coming up because 3CR is on the air and doing the business as it has since 1976. And we've done our part over the years and we'll be doing our part again and we have the first op- opportunity to help 3CR this year with their Radiothon on the 17th of June. So we'll be going live to air and we'll be asking you to ring in and pledge some money. And all you know, good bosses out there, listen, remember, if you don't weigh in, you get it more. 
You give it. We'll give you heaps. We're not going to even we've let you go lightly late last few years, but this year we're going to give it to you. So you've been. You, you love listening in. See if they're we're going to shit can you. In, yes, they're always telling us what was said or what was uh, alleged that we said, and uh, you never put in. Well, if you're listening, you can put in. You better start saving. And second, the fundraiser. The fundraiser will be on the 9th of July, which is an RDO. It will be at? The Port Melbourne Bowling Club, 130 Spring Street in Port Melbourne, behind the Town Hall at 11am. Don't be earlier. And plus, people are loving there, but up past nine. I don't know what's going on lately, but <laughs> it's not a garage sale. Eleven a.m. Um, we've got the uh, we've got caterers in. We've got you see for twenty dollars ticket, you get a nice food. We've got the jaded cats back. They're fantastic. On uh, everyone loves them. We've got the raffles. We've got the five thousand dollar travel award. We've got two five hundred dollar liquor award uh, uh, vouchers um, and a ten dollar ticket. You, You've got to be there on the day to buy a ticket, and you, whoever's there is going to win it, win, win one of those fantastic prizes. Um, what else we got? We've got, we've got a, whole, a fair bit going on. We've got a heap going on. and $20 will, you're there. And there will be also be some uh, door prizes. Yes, indeed. I've organised the door prizes. Oh, jeez. Well, you can run that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Another disaster. And there will yeah, be... You've done something anyway. We can't go Kruger yet. That's right. And we've got uh, some little awards for some people who have helped out with the Concrete Gang over the year, and we'll be acknowledging people on the show. Rightio. Let's acknowledge now the great Fizzer of the Week. Pop. Pop. Pop, indeed, is what happened. (laughs) Yes, so cheerio to Graham Cressy and all the gang at Industrial Wreckers because well, Graham's out. ringing in now, having a sook. Uh, Graham, mate, you were going to blow up the Anglesey Power Station and basically it's still standing. I think the conveyor fell off. That was about it. I've still got my powder monkey ticket. Could have got the gorilla in. Could have got the gorilla in. That would have blown up half of Anglesey. <laughs> I took care of Baxter once. <laughs> yes, indeed. It was... The town would be in the ocean. It was supposed to no be... No good mucking around with that stuff, mate. A single explosion which knocked down the power station. And uh, I'll admit, some bits of it did uh, fall down, but the bulk of it did not happen. And uh, that has now created a major issue because the explosives that didn't go off is are still in place as I understand it and then of course you've got to get people in there you've got to be able to actually uh, make it safe and then actually complete the demolition I don't think there's none that didn't go off I think they didn't put enough in well there's, there's a That's whole a lot big... of question marks are, are over it and all I can say is if you want to go on and do these big industrial demolitions you've got to be up to the job and Unfortunately, if you can't do Hazelwood, uh, sorry, Anglesey, you're going to have a trouble doing Hazelwood, Graham. I think I better make myself available to sort that out from. <laughs> anyway, there was just enough pop to send asbestos all over the town. Uh, well, but not enough to get the building down. There is a history uh, in this city of jobs which uh, have been blown and uh, didn't actually come down. There was a uh, a big chimney down. Uh, West Melbourne, North Melbourne, the gas works, and that was all supposed to come down in one hit, and uh, 
it came down about three feet and settled. And it's still, it was still standing after the biggest explosion of all time. But that's in the past. This is the present. There are still problems with uh, demolition by explosion. And uh, it is obviously going to continue to be a problem. And we'll give you some updates. So if you go and surf and down on the uh, surf coast down near Anglesey, say cheerio to all the boys who are trying to make it work. Righto, moving right along, we should also talk about some issues that have occurred and which continue to occur in terms of health and safety. And let's start off with lighting on cranes. Yeah, um, at the moment we've got over 300 tower cranes up in Victoria. I think it's the most we've ever, ever had up. So uh, we've got to make sure we maintain the health and safety around the tower cranes and on the cranes. And uh, obviously we had a big... um, Oh, a couple of years ago, we had a big push when the with the lighting and access to the cranes wasn't too good. So that we're here, that's dropping off again. There should be lights all the way up the tower for the for the tower crane driver to climb up, and also there should be lights in the back of the crane so he can do his maintenance checks in the morning when it's dark. Um, we we found a bloke the other morning and on the Len Lease job with a with his um, mobile phone trying to read the dipstick and all that sort of stuff. Well, that's that's not that's good enough. If you can't do it, you have to wait till the sun comes up. I'm sorry, but at seven o'clock in the mornings it's dark, and if you haven't got the proper lighting, stay down till we get it because we need to do the maintenance checks, make sure the cranes are maintained. And the other thing we've got to start checking is whether they are being maintained now. I spoke to a crane owner the other week and he's telling us, he's showing me his phone about all these cranes that were supposed to be serviced and haven't been serviced because the builders won't give them time. So if you're listening now, all the shop stewards on the jobs, health and safety, check to see if your crane's been main, uh, serviced and maintained. If not, stop it until it is because this is bullshit. They just keep push, push, pushing and if the cranes don't get serviced, it's all in the log books and that someone's going to be in for serious trouble because they don't just come after the bosses anymore, do they? No way. Mm. So we need to make sure it's all getting done. If, you, if you're having trouble, ring up, bring up the union because it's, they must be maintained, serviced. There must be lighting on the back so the drivers can check their cranes, make sure they're all being maintained. The oil, the, what, you know, all the maintenance checks around the crane, make sure if it's being greased, nothing's fatiguing. You can't do that in the dark. You need the back of the deck lit, lit up. Right, you got the message now. The old phone torch is the same way the John Holland did the engineering inspections on the panels up in Mernda, yeah. Not on night shift with his uh, with his phone torch out. John Holland's are a cheap organisation. The Communist Party. I, wa- I wonder if it was a Chinese phone. <laughs> They're all made there. We've seen that in Four Corners the other week. Yes, the lithium batteries, poisoning teenagers. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So cheerio to the uh, wholly owned uh, subsidiary of the uh, Chinese government and therefore the Chinese Communist Party, all those down at uh, John Holland's. Now, precast. This, along with cranes, along with scaffold, is one of the fundamentals of the industry and uh, there seems to be a push on to introduce a, uh, a new system, columns, which are going to be erected unbraced. So not just one column, which has traditionally been braced. One floor. Sorry, one floor. One column per floor. Now they want to put up two columns, and in some cases, three columns. 
and the engineering has not been done. One column, three floors. Uh, no brace. I stand corrected. No bracing. And uh, we've seen the pictures. They look like totem poles. Crooked ones. Yes. And the method of connecting the three sections together. Tie wire. That's a bit better than tie wire. But unfortunately, it is obviously inside the concrete and can't be seen, inspected or anything else. So you're taking a pretty big... uh, leap of faith to uh, understand that everything is actually been done correctly before it arrives on the site. If the precaster hasn't been concentrating, the precaster hasn't followed the drawing, if there's something wrong, you can't check it. Unqualified welder, big problem. Indeed. So this is going to become an issue, and if there is a suggestion that we are going to have a series of columns joined together so that they are actually going to go up more than one floor, two, possibly three. You need to get on to your organiser and let them know what's going on because if this is introduced and there isn't the engineering, there isn't the ability to check, then it will only be a disaster. Rightio. The other one we should mention is Ironside. Ironside. Out at Ivanhoe. BPM. BPM, don't forget that BPM. Jonathan Hallinan. Just keeps sniffing those candles. Makes candles. Oh, those scented candles. His wife's left him. She's a good judge. <laughs> so he's now down to maybe a quarter of a million, quarter of a billion, sorry, $250 million if, if the wife's got half. He's yeah. a rich lister regardless. I um, hope she got more than that. She deserves it. But can't afford proper safety, apparently. Doesn't have enough money for that. Doesn't have enough money for traffic management. Um, but some safety officials showed up to the Ivanhoe job and they locked the gate, of course. Uh, and called the cops. Called the cops. As you would. Well, no, it was, it was better, better than that. They uh, they went back the, the second day. They were ready for them. All the gates locked saying, oh, yeah, pass the paperwork through the gate, which you can't even fit the, you know, anyway. Um, but eventually let uh, the paperwork official onto the job, uh, but into the office, onto the phone, guess who? ABCC. Who's the first person you call when your job's a mess and your safety's up the... Who are you going to call? <laughs> Ghostbusters. <laughs> Having a well, conversation. We'll get, we'll get on to those ghosts in a minute, but anyway... And, our, then, and you'd think the first people to show up to a job after the union when there's a safety issue would be the authority for safety, right? Work safe. But no. Who why, would, would, why would you expect that? Unless they're driving Mercedes unmarked and... Uh, in high vis, it was the ABCC that showed up half an hour later, and then there was some me- happened to be some media present. And when the camera was pointed at them, boom, off they went. Didn't even get out of the car. So uh, that's Ironside. More interested in ABCC and beating up the union uh, than dealing with their safety issues. Well, they're going to be a nominee for Scallywag, but we might cut to a track. Cut to a track because our mate from uh, BPM. And a few others have got a problem about the cult of... Personality. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. Looking 
There it was. The only thing we have to fear, well, let's start off with Turnbull's Three Ring Circus in Canberra. I reckon, <laughs> can I just, I reckon that's the best track we've ever played on the Concrete Gang. That is a good track. Whose choice is that? Mine. <laughs> <laughs> the cult of personality. Oh, it starts with a gorilla. <laughs> well, it's all about me, you know that. There's only one star at every show. <laughs> right on, and he's not here. <laughs> Let's talk, let's talk about Turnbull's Three Ring Circus because there's a bit of cult of personality going on there. I don't know what cult uh, John, John, what's his name, John Lloyd is a member of. Well, it's obviously a very secret cult. It, it's, and he tries to keep it very secret, which is why it's taken some time for it to be exposed. Yeah, it does have a name, actually. Three letters, IPA, and it's the Institute of Public Affairs. And his relationship with that 
is under a bit of a, an inquiry, a bit of a question. Um, he's also the head of the public service, of course. Every Liberal government has given this guy a, a job. And you will recall, of course, that he was the boss of the ABCC and Nigel was his 2IC. Indeed. Worked for Jeff Kennett as well. Where's Nigel now? <laughs> Hi, Nigel. Listen to the show, of course. He's well, got, I reckon he's drinking... Homemade wine in his back back shed now. He's gone from high fly to a shit carter, mate. <laughs> well, John can, Johnny Lloyd can come round and share it with him. And he's uh, he also brought about the royal uh, the coal royal commission. And when he was commissioner of the ABCC, we had a hundred and seventy five percent increase in the use of compulsory interview powers of the ABCC. That went well for him. Tried to jail construction workers for refusing to answer the questions, but when he's in the box. What's happened? It's a different story. Yeah? Doesn't want to answer any questions. Well, well, well. <laughs> oh, really? Doesn't want to deal with due process? No, he's got some, we've got some emails between him and the IPA. He doesn't want to discuss them. Two what? sets of rules, <laughs> eh? Hey, yeah, <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah. right. So but, when we hear about the Labor Party and the unions, well, the Liberal Party and the IPA, and the IPA's 100-point agenda for Australia that's been rolled out, there's some questions to be asked of this mob and who's running their agenda. Well, let's hope that uh, they do a bit better than Michaela Cash, who's been asked a few questions. She was asked 25 questions before the Senate uh, estimates uh, hearing this week. How many answers? Zero. Oh. Including, including to the question, what day is it, Minister? <laughs> No, no response. Do you know what time it is? And her response to that was not an answer to the question, but why are you asking me this? Well, you obviously are having trouble working out that there is a thing called an answer to questions. That's why we're just trying to make sure you're, you're actually functioning. No, Michaela's been uh, caught out again. She's been named uh, on a subpoena to appear before the federal court in relation to the uh, shenanigans that went on with the raid on the AWU office last year. Uh, she got out of it once, and she's trying to get out of it again, and uh, let's hope she has to front, because when she gets before a federal court judge, just like we do, you have to answer the questions. Otherwise, you're in contempt of court. And there may or may not be a federal police investigation into her and her office, she won't tell us. Nobody will. The a, the federal police won't tell us. No answers whatsoever. But they don't have compulsory powers. So they, because they have more rights than construction workers, they can just have awkward silence. Much like we started the show with Gorilla, a, a large <laughs> pregnant pause. <laughs> a professional one. Yes, Michaela Cash's was not so professional. Neither was Tony Abbott's. You remember his pregnant pause where he just nodded his head and... You're not saying anything, Tony. And he just nodded. <laughs> the liberals in awkward silence. Yeah, but he was still trying to think of an answer. <laughs> He's still thinking. That's and what's right. the third ring of the circus? There was three. There was uh, our good friend Michaela. Pauline Hanson. And Pauline, Pauline Hanson, yes. Because her three ring circus is all about... Yes, I am going to support the uh, Turnbull government uh, company tax cuts, including for the big banks. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. Oh, but some of us are and some of us aren't. And he stabbed me in the back. And like, it's a three ring circus by itself. It, and, then she, and then she goes on Sky News and has a big sook up and a cry. It's all falling oh, apart. Oh, please. 
I wonder what. Tur- and meanwhile, Turnbull must be having a cry. See, stable government. <laughs> stable government. Oh yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And just a little cheerio to uh, Mr. Bullock, ex Labor senator for Western Australia. Uh, got dropped off the ticket, so he's moved to Tasmania and joined the Liberal Party. Years as an official of the SDA, off he goes to the Senate. Uh, Doesn't do the right thing in the Senate. Gets dropped, goes to Tasmania and joins the Liberal Party. We can name a few of them. It's a three-ring circus. Can I send the cheerio? Yes. Uh, to young Brody Myacek, uh played for Port Melbourne. He's got list, uh, <coughs> listed by Collingwood. He's playing his first game this weekend for Collingwood. Brody, which is a great effort. Uh, so I hope it all goes well for you, mate. He's uh, <coughs> excuse me. He's um, played. He played great game. Uh, played great for uh, Port Melbourne last year. Played a great game in the grand final. Got uh, drafted by Collingwood. Now his first game. So it's a great effort, Brody. And we hope you we hope you kill him on Sunday. Good luck to you, mate. Rightio, we have oh, plenty gonna, of time. It's all right. So we'll go to the. We're going to go to Scallywags. Yeah. Rightio, we have got obviously our good friend Ms. Hanson. Oh yes. Oh, that's yes. got to be a Suki Lala. Yeah, yeah, it'll be a Suki Lala. Keep going. Seymour White, who are also perennials, uh, perennials. Be highlighted and are already highlighting themselves. Johnny Lloyd. Oh, Seymour White's a Suki Lala because yeah, yeah. Please leave me alone. Oh, please, Johnny Lloyd. Johnny yeah, Lloyd. Yeah, who else? Uh, John Hollands down at uh, uh, the uh, Royal Hobart Hospital. There's a scaffold is- issue yeah, down there. We reported that last week, yes. And uh, it still hasn't been resolved. No one can get to the bottom of that. Ironside. Oh, and and the mates at the ABCC. Yes. The scented candles. John Lloyd. John Carey. Now, Johnny Baby. You've been telling fibs again, mate. You want to be on all these big jobs mate, and you tell fibs. Mate, pies. Saunders. Now, Saunders are a uh, tank builder. Do work all around Australia. The Victorian members just wanted a Victorian agreement. And worked at and they, got, and they got voted out by some blokes working in West Wylong who are all on, shall we say, substandard arrangements. And the blokes who actually want proper wages and conditions... <laughs> got shafted, thanks to the Fair Work Act. And, of course, industrial demos, fizzes of the week. Oh. Not scallywags, more fizzes of the week. Definite fizzer. So who are we going for for scallywag? Lloyd. Lloyd. John yeah. Lloyd. Hey, yeah, Lloyd. What goes around comes around, Every John. dog has his day. And uh, we hope yours is a miserable one. Suki Lala is between Seymour White and Pauline Hanson. Pauline Hanson, oh, <laughs> hands down. She voted, she voted for the ABCC, and then she wants to tell Turnbull and the rest of her party, oh, we're going to do something different now. We're not going to support Turnbull. Oh, we're going the same old way. Dare to struggle. Dare, dare to win. win. If you don't fight, you, you lose. lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang and... In dedication to the Victoria Police who just simply wanted to increase productivity, a bit like the bosses in the industry, police and thieves. i 
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.